Welcome to the Locala Podcast. This is episode 11. And one of the things I love about our community is just remembering to pause, um, to breathe, and to be grateful. Uh, and, and the reason why I think about this is when in our travels, um, there was a moment we were at the airport and I saw this sign and it's it was actually had like three things that people aren't, you know, do not get rude, do not do the, and you know, it was like, don't act out, don't be violent. And I thought, oh my gosh, do we have to have signs like this for adults? So I, I you know, I know times, sometimes things get heated or whatever, but just to like that, that pause and that, that breath and just think about the things that we should be grateful for and, um, you know, and just try to spread some joy and happiness and <laughs> in sometimes difficult um, situations. So, Welcome to the Locala Podcast, everybody. I'm Lisa Anderson, your host and publisher of Locala Magazine. Before I introduce you to the person we have on our couch today, I want to go ahead and thank our sponsor, which is Your Place Mortgage and Title, your everything agency. You can learn more about them at www.yourplaceocala.com. So today we have Angie Lewis back in the building with us, and I am so excited. Welcome, Angie. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. And it is a literal couch. I mean, it a little couch. But a little it, couch, but it it's is. a literal it couch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I walked in, I was like, wait, what did I sign up for today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having therapy today. <laughs> Vulnerable moments. Okay. That's right. That's right. I forgot the tissue, so, but feel free to cry if you'd like uh, it, to. It can I mean, happen you know, very like, easily. Yes. <laughs> so Angie um, joined us for our January 2022 issue when we were doing yeah. bucket list items, and you have since traveled. I did. I just marked another one off. So yeah, yeah we so. just returned from a a beautiful trip to Greece. So oh, that wow. that has been. I think I shared that with you. That was one that's been on my list for a long time. Yeah. And um, when I turned. 50 a couple of years ago, uh, we made a list of five places we wanted to get to in the next five years, and, and Greece wow. was at the top of the list, so we get to check that one off. Oh, yeah. wow. I've seen some of the pictures come across on social media. It looks so beautiful. It absolutely is. It's yeah. really hard to capture all of it in a photo. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Dave Smith, I'm like, I'm no real photographer, but, um, <laughs> but it, it, and the people. It, you know, the people there are just genuinely kind and just were so happy to share their yeah. country, like just wanted us to have the best time. Oh. So it, it really is. I'd heard stories about that, but they really kind of just take you in almost like family um, yeah. and, and just want you to have fun. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. It was great. That's amazing. Well, Angie, since we have you back for a second time, I do want to give you a chance to kind of talk about your business if you'd like to. Um, you are the owner of Angie Lewis State Farm. Mm -hmm. And um, so how are things going for you in your business? Things, things are going really well. Um, of course, we're all very thankful right now um, coming out of the, you know, this last storm that yeah. our area wasn't really affected. But I have a lot of friends down in South Florida that are 
we've got a lot of devastation and stuff, but they're getting through it and, and helping people. But, and that's what we do. So that's, that is really when I, I told my team as we were preparing, um, for the upcoming storm, I said, this is when we actually hold our promise to, you know, when, when, when people trust in us, because we really sell a promise. Yeah. It's nothing tangible. You don't you can't touch it. You can't, you know, yeah. I said, we, we really sell a promise of being there on someone's worst day. Yeah. And, um, so we, we were ready and, um, um, we were thankful that, you know, we did, we didn't have a lot of, of terrible things in, in our area, but, um, we are, you know, things are good and, and, you know, it's, it's propped a lot more conversations and people wanting to like, Oh, I probably need to review my coverages. And I, you know, that's always our thing is like, we love, we kind of pride ourselves on the education piece mm-hmm. and just making sure people truly understand what are what are your coverages? What you know? What's you know, what's important to you? You yeah. know, we try to just build a plan that fits um, the individual and their family. Um, so we we get to help out on that side, and then we also help out on the financial side with the other things that we do around investing and and planning for people's futures. So um, we we really get to help holistically the entire the entire piece with um, a family from starting up starting a family to going into those middle years and then um, even retirement so it's a lot of fun oh that's so cool so I know you talked a little bit about it um, to me in the interview but I don't think a whole lot of it made it into the story if I remember so can you tell us a little bit about your journey into deciding to open your own business yeah, we were, um, at the time, I was, you know, my, my past was education. I, I was a school teacher. I taught first grade for seven years and then did some independent consulting um, with the Illinois State Board of Education. So education's always been a passion of mine. I love learning. I, I love education. I, I love helping people along um, with their journey. And um, I then ended up into pharmaceutical sales for a while, and which was, again, a lot of learning and, and education. And, and I just happened, my best friend um, at the time it was a state farm agent, and he just kept talking to me about, you know, I just really think that you would, you would be great at this. And I, I, to be honest, I was like, oh, insurance, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really love and, that. And diving into the learning of it couldn't have been much better yeah, either. Yeah, like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't like paying that myself, let yeah. alone having, asking other people to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, again, it was like, well, let me kind of, you know, I spent some time with him and in, in his office and really found out what it's about, again, helping people, um, educating people, making sure that they have, you know, proper things so that there is no financial devastation. And, um, and the more I got into it and fell in love with it. And, and he was a great support um, person for me. And I also with him, I got to see how he was able to interact with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, his give back was huge, and I would always been a State Farm customer, so um, I, you know, they always sponsored my little league teams, and you know, I always had T-shirts and things. So there was a, that piece of it to that philanthropic piece that I um, was really drawn to. So we, I made the leap, and here we I didn't know anyone um, in Ocala. There happened to be an agent that was retiring and uh, State Farm was like, here's an opportunity that you might want to look at and came to visit Ocala and fell in love with it here. I don't, it was just something, um, I spent a little time in the, our downtown and you know, this was 17 years ago. Yeah. I was going to say, what year did you come in? I, I, yeah, I came to, I came in 2005. Okay. 
So, um, so it was really still a very small downtown right, at that point. Yeah, yeah, but there was just something. I had visited Florida, you know, of course Disney, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, and the Panhandle and Key West and beaches and things. But um, I didn't even. Re- I saw the moss-covered trees and the springs, and and then started meeting some people here, and I was like, this is really a special place. And so, you know, had a meeting, of course, with my husband and our kids at the time, and I was like, I think this is where. I think we should go, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, and we just love it. Ocala's yeah. been like really, really good to us. So it's home now. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. is home. So yeah, seventeen years already. Yeah, said, yeah, I can't believe it. How does time fly? I mean, I I came down in two thousand and nine as okay, well, yeah. and so things were just really starting to pick up in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably two thousand ten, eleven. It started to pick up a little bit more in the downtown area, but um, yeah, time has just flown by hasn't it oh <laughs> it absolutely and I think about too uh, you know our downtown just ha- again we uh I was part of the um save the Marion theater group okay and that was you know I'm trying to remember what year that but that was you know they, they were going to shut the Marion theater down mm-hmm. or whatever was happening there and they were trying to figure all that out and and again it was just like oh the, the down that's such a iconic you know, it's the most photo. I think it's the most photographed building. I know. Probably. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, yeah. I mean, you always see pictures of it, but um, it, I was like, no, our, you know, the downtown is like the heartbeat of our community. Mm-hmm. It's it's the gathering place. So, and now fast forward, it's just yeah busy. And this weekend, Fafo, I'm so yes. excited. Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited as well. Yes, it's one of my favorite events. Go to yeah. it this year. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. And speaking of um, Save the Marion and um, doing things in the community, you actually do sponsor some some of the shows now at the Marion once in a while we do we're actually the October I think along with Justin McDonald and TJ yeah yeah, and we're the October sponsor um for their series um this season and then uh we try to pick up some things here or there um along the way when there's special events or whatever but we just uh, that that building there's just something special about it and I think yeah. it's important I think it's important to our community that we have a community theater like that absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so can you tell us um a little bit more about um your recent trip do you oh. mind talking about that a little bit more sure yeah I mean I know we just we picked it yeah. up at the beginning but um if, you know what was that like I mean how does let me do a better transition into that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But how does, like, when you go um, and doing traveling and stuff, how does your business work with you being gone mm-hmm. and versus when you first started your business, yeah, you know, question, Lisa, yeah. um, and now that you're able to go and travel yeah. a bit more? Yeah, and that and that's, that is a really a great question because um, when, we, when we started, mm-hmm. of course, the agency – new to Ocala, not knowing anyone. It was myself, my husband, and, and one one team member who's still with me, Terry Paramore. So the three of us, so there was no thoughts of leaving. No. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we, we were just, in, you know. And um, so that has been uh, part of the vision and the plan over, you know, the last 16-plus years of building this this team that, um, that I could really – uh, empower in in several ways. One, just to really see ownership. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I always tell them, I know my name's on the sign, but really, it's your business as much as it's my. I mean, without them, I have no business. You know, yeah. I, then I I am there to you know, and and I'm always available and stuff. But I, there's no way that I can do 
all of it and take right. care of, you know, we average about 375 calls a day into the office. Wow. Um, so we're busy, you yeah. know, we have a lot, a lot of moving parts. So just um, really bringing on talented people who are motivated and self-starters and really take ownership in their role and um we were constantly working on professional development and you know and things like that so uh, this was the first time this was the longest I've ever been out of the office yeah. like you know um now the thing is I have my laptop and as you know and one thing <laughs> that we all learned during the shutdown and, and, yeah. and, and you know with COVID was you know remote working is doable. is doable. So I was very plugged in, you know, but, um, I, you know, through check-ins and, and being able to, there were some things that, you know, I had, I handled, um, but it was good to see that I could do that away. Yeah. And the most beautiful thing, and I just give so much credit to my team. They are just so fantastic. But when I came back, um, actually last Friday was my first day back in the office and, um, I had been gone 21 days. Wow. And I came back in to not one issue. Hey, you need, we need help. It was, uh, everything just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, I just really have this incredible group of people that I'm surrounded with and, and we really are a team. Like it's, it's a team, like yeah. everybody leans on each other and, and helps each other through everything. So, um, it's, it's them. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, that's been, and I, and what I think with that, and I've had some younger agents ask me some of these things as well. And, um, I've been really transparent mm -hmm. with my team throughout my journey of, um, showing them like, here's my five year, 10 year fit. This is where I really see us going. I don't really see myself stepping, you know, I, as long as I'm healthy and, um, my mind is good. I love what I do. I, I love meeting with people. I love bringing on new team members and growing them either in the position in the agency or sometimes out of the agency and they get mm -hmm. their own agency, or maybe it's even a different career. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that gives me joy and, and I don't really see myself not doing that. Yeah. So if we can create a, a place where I can still take time away mm -hmm. and, and may, you know, go away for two to three weeks and, and, you know, kind of recharge and, yeah. and get, then I don't have to necessarily say, Oh, I'm always working towards that retirement date. Cause yeah. I to me, I just, I don't see myself ever retiring I don't even yeah. I know I just yeah. maybe it, my office it, it'll look different but not I, I feel like I'll always be plugged in and a part of it yeah absolutely yeah well before we move on I am going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor one more time hmm. today's episode is brought to you by your place mortgage and title your everything agency Purchasing a home should be as easy as one, two, three. At Your Place Mortgage and Title, we offer professional realty services through Professional Realty of Ocala, mortgage and commercial loan services, and title services. We pride ourselves on customer service and education. Contact us today to learn how we can make your home buying and selling process a pleasant one. Visit www.yourplaceocala.com to learn more. So, um... I know we talked a little bit about this in your article, and I just thought it was such a cool way that you guys managed to do this because one of the things that you said to me was that you didn't want people to get the impression that you're just going out and spending money willy-nilly and all this kind of stuff 
to, to travel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you talked a lot about the sacrifices that you guys make as a family and you sit down and have a discussion about that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you guys do to kind of plan these big trips and the fact that you said these are the five places that I want to go, you know? Yeah. So, um, a few things. Well, one of the things is when we downsized and I moved into my work building. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so we actually live where I work. So when the, the kids, um, both transitioned in, into college and then out into the workforce, um, you know, we were like, well, we don't really need, you know, they don't live in Florida anymore. And we, more, you know, with their schedules, we go see them more than they are able to come here. Mm-hmm. So, um, when we were making that decision on, you know, purchasing a building for work, we found one that we could also live in. So that helped a lot yeah. because we don't have that two expenses of, of having a house and, and a business. We can, uh, I'm able to like run everything, um, together. So that, that was a, a big savings for us there. And then, um, with the kids, um, we decided that, making memories together was um, more important than things. So um, when it comes to birthdays and Christmas and and those type of things, we uh, kind of pull together now and say, okay, where where do we want to go and what do we want to do? And um, I think I shared with you that that first trip was to Peru and uh, over Christmas, and, and we did that hike up the Machu Picchu and Wana Picchu on mm-hmm. Christmas Day. And those were those are just magical moments that now we will cherish, you know, forever. Yeah. And so we've started that tradition now of um, being able to just as a family, um, you know, instead of buying things and, and, and focusing on, on materials, uh, material things that we, we focus more on, let, okay, let's, let's save our money in those areas and, and put that towards um, taking a trip. So yeah. Uh, we will. Our daughter. I don't even know if I told you this, Lisa. Our daughter recently um, moved to Paris, France. Really? Yeah. So she's teaching at the university there. So she's been there now. Um, she moved there at the end of July, first of August, and um, so that will be. You know, uh, my my son and my daughter in law haven't been there, so we're going to uh, go do that then over the Thanksgiving holiday um, and spend some time with her and and get oh, to do that wonderful. together. So, yeah, yeah, so that that's that's really kind of what what we just kind of made a plan and and I think I told you in the early years we literally were taking change and putting it in, yes, a, in a, yes. a bucket <laughs> and we had a jar in the house and that was our you know we weren't allowed to to you know put it no credit card like Mm -hmm. it was like if we can't afford it we're not gonna go and um so we were just kind of saving and and doing those kind of things to to make sure that you know we weren't I don't want to put our you know put us in a financial position yeah to to do that so we kind of you know do without some things that really you're not doing, you know? Yeah. 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 You know, I'm not a, I don't, I don't run to Starbucks every day. I don't, you know, I eat lunch at home, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's like a business, you know, lunch or something like that. Right. But, um, we, we try to kind of where we can yeah. You know, yeah. save on those things. Yeah. I think, you know, the, I brought that up because I think that's really important for people because you get this picture when you get to see people that are traveling you think, oh, I could never do that because they have all the money and they're mm. doing all the things. But um, you guys did it in such a good way. And even as a young couple, you started that, like you said, putting the change in the change jar. Mm -hmm. And and you knew that those things were important to you. So you made them a priority. 
Um, speaking, yeah, oh. we, we met this, um, cute little, sorry to interrupt, but no, we met this okay. cute little couple in Greece that, um, was in their mid twenties, had been married a few years and we, we kind of looked like, we were like, wow, this, you know, and they yeah. like, we had taken two weeks and was doing this and like, that is really impressive. And he was a firefighter and, um, she manages a coffee shop. And so we, we kind of chatted with them about that. And, and they, they talked about that too. They was like, you know, what? we're making some sacrifices because this is more important to us like right. this time that we're having together and the thing getting able being able so that you know you it, it is prioritization yeah. and what's important and the you know putting a plan together yeah. to make it happen yeah absolutely well speaking of your younger years mm -hmm. I would love to hear your love story if you wouldn't mind telling us how you and your oh, husband yeah. met and <laughs> <laughs> Right. So we met in, um, I was in fifth grade, he was in sixth grade, and we happened to be put on the same flag football team. <laughs> and so <laughs> his dad was our coach. And so that is that is how we met because we played and we, we won. We, we um, won the championship that year. And, and if I had, a, I'll have to send you a picture of this, Lisa, because you'll, it's pretty funny because, so I was pretty big and um so I was I was um a blocker and and also played tight end and and Clint um was in the back so basically I I tease I say I blocked and he got to run and score all the touchdowns <laughs> and you know got all the glory but um and so that's that was where we first met and we just became you know, child like play, like ride our bikes around. We we grew up in a town of three thousand people, farmland. You know, and this all was of, in Illinois, in, yeah, yeah, in Southern yeah. Illinois. <laughs> and um, so we just you know played. We were always together. We were, and then in seventh grade, he ended up moving next door to us, and so we just we played football out in the backyard after school every day, and and those yeah. kind of things. And then um, you know, more into our our junior high seventh eighth grade year you know he asked me to be his girlfriend whatever that meant and <laughs> um so then we you know said we were boyfriend and girlfriend in middle school and <laughs> in junior high and then going on into to high school we just we dated all through high school and and then we um got married in um June after I graduated high school and wow. did college together and been married 33 years that's so. amazing <laughs> that is amazing that does not happen very often you know anymore especially yeah. but um so uh, what was that like for you going through college as a young married person and seeing all these other single people running around and doing did yeah, that affect you much you know I think it really didn't at the t I you know I I we I don't know I guess because I felt like I just had a lot of fun in high school yeah. probably more than I should have <laughs> um that once I got to college mm -hmm. I was just like laser focused on getting a degree and getting out and getting in the workforce yeah. um and I think a lot of this comes from too like when you and I were talking I'm a visionary I'm a big dreamer um yeah. I'm very much a visionary and I had dreams of getting out of that 
small town of 3,000 people. And I knew that that was the way to do it. And so I was very much ready. And also, we started having children very young. Mm -hmm. So I was a young mom. And, you know, so my my focus was just very different. Yeah, a lot of shift in priorities versus everybody else. Yeah, Yeah, so the whole partying in college wasn't really my main focus it was really about doing the things I needed to do to start working yeah and and at the time you know becoming a teacher was super important to me like I was really excited about about that so I I I love kids and learning and and so that I was really excited to to get going with that yeah Yeah. can you tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit more about that time in your career yeah it was um really just I, I I I think back on it, and I was so young. I mean, I, I probably would do a better job now. I don't know, but um, it was just—it's so cool to see. I, you know, teaching first grade, so you've got like these little babies, you know, mm-hmm. coming in, and and they're really in that stages of learning to read. Mm-hmm. And I'm a lover of literature. I I love books, and and I love writing. And so just watching this transition from where they come and then where they they end the year is just like really rewarding and and they just are you know they just they love you (laughs) like you know it's just we just had so much fun um with them and I it's really cool now because a lot of them are my Facebook friends so I get to like watch (laughs) them and their transitions of having babies and their work you know what they're doing but it you know and I, I just, it, I always tell people I didn't leave, um, teaching mm-hmm. because I didn't like it or it, you know, it really was more about opportunity for other things that, that came up that mm-hmm. I just pursued again, I felt was uh, right for my family. Yeah. So, um, if teachers were paid a lot more, um, I, you know, and I knew there were things that I wanted to do that I wasn't probably going to be able to do, um, on the salary I was making as a, well, when I first started as a teacher, my, I think I started out at like 20,000 was, um, what they were paying a small rural community, you know, and, um, you know, it just, and I had no desire to be a principal either. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I, I, I liked working with the kids, but, um, but it was, I learned a lot. So I, I, you know, again, I didn't leave it because I didn't love it. Just uh, other opportunity, but I learned a lot. I think the things I learned by being a teacher mm-hmm. play a big part in my role as what I do now with, with the education piece and, and, and teaching. And then I think too, then that transition in, into pharmaceutical, I learned a lot of business sense. Um, so I think both of those careers really helped me be the best, um, at what I can do now. And, and I'm still always learning. Like I'm, I'm going, um, Thursday, I've got a study group meeting, um, to just go kind of network with some people who are do this much better than I do. And I'm, you know, just always trying to learn and, and improve and get better. And, and I, I think that that's, you know, um, what helps us you know, and also make, keeps me excited. Yeah, about, absolutely. You know, when I surround myself with people who um, are are doing it better than I am, or trying new things and everything, it just kind of pumps you up and 
makes you happy. It's just like you're doing. Like yeah. this is incredible. I've I've <laughs> loved you. watching your journey. I mean, I I Thank from you. what you your vision of starting this and everything yeah. and where you've taken it. So yeah, kudos to grown. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So you went in to um, do something with the state. I believe you said of Illinois was your mm-hmm. next move. Um, what was that? Yeah, I I worked for the Illinois State Board of Education to help them with creating curriculum. Um, We did standards and, you know, and and worked on that. But most what I I did with them is I would go into low performing schools Mm -hmm. and um, really just do workshops and and work with their teachers and go into the classrooms. And um, the teacher would get to just set and I would teach lessons and, and then work with, and then the two of us would get together and, and talk about some things and just different styles of teaching. Yeah. Um, at the time, we were doing what was called um, four blocks, um, which is balanced literacy. So we were uh, really showing an approach of how you can take uh, writing and, and reading and math and science, and they all cross over into mm-hmm. all the areas. So um, you could be teaching um, reading during science and writing during math and you know so it was it was a little bit of just that balance but also the part of it was how you can have a classroom which many people do a classroom of students who were at all different levels I mean those first graders come in they're not all on the same level yeah. so how do you make sure you're challenging the students that might be more at what you know a third grade level while you're also focusing and bringing up those kids that might not have you know they may even came in right at a first grade level or even below, mm-hmm. how do you continue to pull them up, but not hold the you know and 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 have everybody moving up in the in that direction? So um, a lot of work with how to you know make sure kids aren't getting bored in the classroom. How are we challenging kids, and how are we making sure we're not over stimulate you know doing help asking too much of a, of a child and really helping you know get them to be feel successful and happy. You know I think a lot of behaviors sometimes happen because kids feel like you know like why why does this person understand it and I don't and then they just start acting out you know so how can we make sure that they feel happy and successful in in their journey through that so um I got that was that was exciting that was really fun um working with a lot of school districts um all over the all over the country so not just in Illinois because we get we got to go to Texas and and a lot of other places too that we worked with a a lot of schools Yeah. yeah Perfect. Well, I can't believe it, but our half hour is almost up. I know it went by so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do want to ask you one last question, Mm -hmm. and it's okay if you don't have an answer, but um, do you have anything else that you wanted to address today that I did not ask you? Oh, goodness. Um, You know what? I don't know that I have anything that I want to address. I think that if I have anything to say, and I, I love what you're doing is, um, and one of the things I love about our community is just remembering to pause, um, to breathe, and to be grateful. Uh, and and the reason why I think about this is when in our travels, um, there was a moment we were at the airport and I saw this sign and it's, it was actually had like three things that people aren't, you know, do not get rude, do not do the, and you know, it was like, don't act out, don't be violent. And I thought, oh my gosh, do we have to have signs like this for adults? So I, I, you know, I know times, sometimes things get heated or whatever, but just to like that, that pause and that, that breath and just think about the things that we should be grateful for and, um, you know, and just, 
I try to spread some joy and happiness <laughs> and <laughs> in sometimes difficult um, situations. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Angie. Well, I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you for all you're doing. Well, thank you. Well, everybody, thank you for also joining us here on the Locala podcast. I'm Lisa Anderson, your host and publisher of Locala Magazine. If you would like to learn more about Angie, we'll have um, the link to her story down in our description, or you can simply visit www.localamag.com. We'll also link to her business so you can learn more about her there. And we'd like to thank our sponsor one last time, which is Your Place Mortgage and Title. You can visit them at www.yourplaceocala.com. Thank you once again for joining us here on Locala, where we focus on connections through stories.